You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> Ayahuasca. He's hit and sacked. This time it's Chris Orr, the senior from DeSoto, Texas. Lucky Bob Billion. You're a Packers fan, right? Oh, yeah. I'm about to piss you off. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Legend Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Presented by Coors Light. Bouncer Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. Figured we both chime in there for you, Jim. Fantastic. <laughs> Matt Hamilton curling. Uh, primetime Wars chime, chiming in there. And uh, we have former Badger Chris Orr in the house. Chris, thanks for hopping on. Of course. Of course. Thanks, Matt, for being out. Dave. I still got to get on that ice. Uh, thank you. We will get you on that ice uh, when he gets back. Cause then you'll, I think he even has like, – he did it last year. I think he'll do it again this year. He has his own curling tournament. Mm. And so, like, out there, you might oh, be able to get out there. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It would be fun. I wish we could do it promotionally. and Maybe we could figure out a way to make it happen. Of uh, You could be – amateurs can compete. Yeah. And so they have an amateur competition thing. So, like, me, you – uh, we get Strofe in there. No, oh, no, he's not athletic enough. <laughs> no, we gotta get well, who else? Um, prime time, prime time, Walshime. Oh, uh, Alex G. Alex G. Oh, might Alex have G actual sure, athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. We should have. He might actually not do it. We talked about our I friends at, at Carb World Health before, and I would love to have like a little combine. Chris, you'd crush everyone, so there'd have to be like hosts <laughs> and everything. But I would love to see Walshime versus Strofe in a combine. Yes, <sighs> I think I think I you got know. him, bro. I do. I, I think you have him too. I think you got him. He. He has too many beers every night. <laughs> too many cores every night. Yeah, if, it was a, he, if it was a beer Olympics, he'd have me. He'd yeah, have me. He can't do ten push-ups. And you're both you the same him. age because, like, there is something yeah. to the idea of when you're younger, you can just hop up and for do sure, something. For sure. But you're yeah. when you guys are basically the same age, right? Yeah, he's like I don't know, maybe nine months older, like a year. Okay, yeah. so yeah, essentially the same age. Saying, so like, yeah, that ability just to hop into something yeah. at a younger age can work for you too. So. Um, yeah, and look, they put the heart rate monitor on you, so you're not gonna your heart won't explode or anything like that. So, uh, that sounds like a shot at Alex Strofe there. Well, jeez, oh, hey, good lord! You're talking about hearts exploding. <laughs> no, I meant like when I first, it's actually frustrating. When I first worked out at Carbon One Health, I was always in the red, and I was I burned like a thousand calories yeah. every workout. Now it's like, dang it, I only burned like five hundred because yeah, like yeah, it's just like it's shape. hard to get into mm-hmm. the red now, and it's mm-hmm. like that's obnoxious because mm-hmm. uh, it's actually mm-hmm. pleasant to be like look at all these calories are burning. Now it's yeah. like. I crank. I I can't talk to you guys. You used to like talk, catch your yeah. breath, and everything. Mm-hmm. to trainers. And I was like, I can't talk to you guys because my heart rate dips down in the green, and <laughs> I gotta get, I gotta get back up there. So, uh, but no, that's a testament to Carbon World Health. But David Deerfield chimes in. A successful baseball hitter fails seventy percent of the time. That's a Hall yeah. of Fame baseball player, honestly. If you count swings and misses and foul balls, the best hitters actually have a batting average closer to like two fifty, not three hundred. Obviously, more difficult than hitting a golf ball unless you're strove. Shove <laughs> can't do either. 844-770-3776 is how you get into the show. Uh, you can hear Alex Strofe with uh, Derek Engler 
of the Great Dane Huddle. And, oh man, is this... Uh, I have to confirm this news here. I got some really sad news coming through on Twitter. Uh, Dick Buck has passed away. What? Yeah. 80 years old, uh, passed away. Dang. And I know this is a Wisconsin station, but like nah, he's, he's, a, a he's a legend. He's man. a legend. Yeah. Primetime, what, what is your thought on that? Dang. Yeah, it's really, I mean, that's terribly sad. He is, like you said, he's a legend. I mean, it's Go. tough. I know. I mean, shoot, I'm thinking a little like extra deep right now. I mean, I know his son is currently the ba- Packers offensive line coach. Yep. That's, He's got a game. No, not, not his son. Not uh, his son. Or his nephew. Uncle? Yeah, nephew. Mm, yeah. Okay, I knew he had a connection. Sorry, but um, yeah. I mean, that's that's terrible for the family of football overall. That's tough. Yeah, that's one of those legends. That's like you know those all time Packers. Yeah. When, you know when they pass, it's the same yeah. idea. Uh, so I mean, eighty, the epitome, the embodiment of linebacker. Mean. Oh I'm yeah. I'm trying to hurt you out here. I'm trying to put my forearm through your face mask. I loved uh, my favorite. I think my favorite Dick Buckus like clip is I think they put him in like tight end or maybe it was like a fake field goal, uh-huh. and he caught a touchdown and handed it to the defender. <laughs> so there's a rumor, and it didn't exactly tie into it, but Dick Buckus. The rumor is that Dick Buckus killed a man because he tackled a guy in 1971, and the player died like as a result. Like there's uh, a little bit of like not a direct connection, type, yeah, yeah, but like yeah, yeah. yeah he like. I mean, I believe it. I mean, back then, you got to think, man. Back then, they were playing with them little leather helmets. Yeah, he was not playing helmets. with leather helmets, but this is 1971. But what he had. But what, he had. So here's was the thing. nothing. Dick, like, I, I don't even know if Buck has actually tackled the player. The guy had a heart attack mm. on the field, but it was shortly either after mm. or, like, he was tackled. Mm. And it's tragic, but it also, like, added to that mm. legend of Dick Buckus. But he mm. also. I want someone to call in, 844-770-3776. Tell me what television show that used to be on NBC in the morning that Dick Buckus was on. Oh. Uh, anyone know? Uh, you guys? I have no idea. I'm not even not even. Dick remotely. Buckus was an actor. Much like, you know, of the great Bob Euchre of the Brewers broadcast, uh, he was in Mr. Belvedere. And Dick Buckus was? No, Bob Euchre was. Okay. So Dick Buckus was also in some TV. So I'll give you other things that Dick Buckus had been in. He's been in a few things. He was in Gremlins 2 in 1990. Oh, wow. He was in Any Given Sunday. Yeah. He was in The Last Boy Scout, which is... Have you seen The Last Boy Scout? Uh-uh. uh-uh. Either one of you? Uh-uh. Oh, man. Funny. It's, uh, speaking of Waynes, everything is just tied to the Waynes brothers. It is... Uh, which was the, the first... Uh, Damon Waynes. Yeah. And Bruce ones. Willis. Mm. And Bruce Willis is a, like, a detective uh-huh. and... Uh, Mar- or uh, Damon Wayne's is a former quarterback, and like mm. it's really good. I honestly, I would, I would highly the recommend it. The Last Boy Scout. The Last Boy Scout. I gotta watch that. The movie starts with a scene that will blow your mind because it's tied around football. Okay. Uh, okay. The scene will start with that. <laughs> I bet is this like some horrific injury. It, yeah, I guess in theory you could call it a horrific. <laughs> so he was in uh, also. Uh, Dick Buckus was in the Bernie Mac show for a series, episode or two. Mm. Uh, but he had one show that he was the star of for a while. He was in other things, but he was the star of a show for a while. He was in three episodes of MacGyver. Uh, he was in unnecessary. He was in Necessary Roughness. I remember that. He was in that as well. He was, a, I think, a coach in that one. But eight four four. He was in an episode of Growing Pain. So he was a little bit of an actor. Uh, but Dick Buckus. Mm. You're wondering why we're talking about Dick Buckus. He passed away today. Man. Legendary. We'll forget. I mean, he's a former Bear, but legendary NFL football player. Legend, Part of the legacy yeah. of uh, football. And he and went to Illinois. He did go to Illinois. So not a lot of love for him here in Wisconsin, <laughs> but 
Uh, again, he is kind of just football. Mm-hmm. He's of that era, the 70s, mm-hmm. uh, just like the great Packers. Obviously, it's tragic mm-hmm. when they pass, but uh, yeah. Dick Buckus was, nobody's called in with the answer, 844-770-3776. He was on two major series. One was My Two Dads. He was in 27 oh. episodes of My Two Dads. Oh, dang, he's in a lot of that. Yeah, which starred uh, Paul Reiser. Mm. Uh, that was Paul Reiser's kind of breakout there. So My Two Dads was one of them. And the other one was, he was in a show that I watched Sunday mornings, and it was on uh, for 52 episodes. He was the star of it, called Hang Time. Actually, has a 7 out of 10 on IMDb. It was a show where seven teenagers, three girls and four boys, try to make it through life as members of Deering High School's basketball team, and he was the basketball coach. Hmm. And so he was the star. I mean, that is a lot of episodes. He was the star of it. He was the basketball coach. Dick Buckus. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 844-770-3776. We'll talk more about the Brewers. We'll talk more about um, uh, we got uh, Throwing Stones coming up. We have Betting with Bruss coming up next. Uh, and look, he was a Barry. We can ask uh, uh, Benny Brust of, uh, what his thoughts are on Dick Buckus. But uh, 844-770-3776, how you get into the show. This is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Look ahead spot for this team. It's a bounce back spot for this team. Look at me. Your money. You know what else? You're a big winner tonight. I saw some absolute snacks in the NFL. You better lock it up. I'm Ooh. pounding the over on that. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. This is how I win. What's your lock of the week? Well, not surprising to anyone, Bobby Hill, a.k.a. Jesse Nelson, uh, <laughs> has screwed up the the board again. He's in charge of operations here. Oh. So we not see Benny Brust, Chris Or We will not oh. see him on the screen here uh, because uh, I blame Jesse Nelson. But, Ben, thanks for hopping on. And, of course, uh, Jesse screwed it up again. <laughs> no words. Um, uh, no words. <laughs> so we have this theory, and it hasn't been confirmed and denied by Jesse Nelson, but he had that mysterious injury that cost him missing. Chris, did you hear about this? No. I want both of your takes as a – it's not an injury, as athletes here. Uh-huh. I think Jesse Nelson, who is a reincarnation of Bobby Hill from the cartoon King of the Hill, <laughs> like if Bobby Hill stepped out in the real world and became a, a grown boy, it would be Jesse Nelson. Ben, are you are you with me on that? <laughs> 100%. But this is also – this is this is a baseball player injury, like like – like when Devin Williams punched the wall, like, and they say, "Oh, he uh, he fell down the stairs and hurt his hand." Like, Je- Jesse just made something up. Like he's he's annoying. <laughs> so Jesse uh, said he woke up and his Chris, if you didn't know or anyone else tuned in didn't know, he said he woke up and he couldn't like put weight on his ankle and his ankle was so swollen. Which I said he had the gout. That sounds like the gout to yeah, me. That <laughs> but yeah, like, but like, like so, you would remember injuring right. Your ankle. So yeah, Ben's probably right that Jesse did something like his dog jumped in front of him and he twisted yeah, his yeah, ankle he did or something. something very and he doesn't want to admit yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, sure. yeah, he. I mean. I can't imagine as an athlete to like that's something like it is a baseball injury like you sneeze and all oh, you hurt your back. Yeah. That's like an old and I'm not even old enough for it. That's an old man injury yeah, of like I woke old. up and like I golf with a guy who has a knee replacement yeah. and he was moving around or he needs a knee replacement. He's having it in, in November and he was out golf 18 holes. Meanwhile, Jesse Nelson can't get his ass out of bed because <laughs> his ankle's sore. Yeah, I'm that's, so uh... impressed. Like it, it is it is amazing the amount of time that somebody could miss 
at their job and then like you think like oh like you know okay i get the dentist appointment i get like i don't understand the taking time off to train your dog on a wednesday for for an entire month and then after that it's like i woke up and i couldn't put weight on my ankle like what is like what could possibly be next like i want everyone to place their wager on what could potentially be the next reason that Ooh, isn't a like real that. reason that Jesse Nelson misses work. All right, I like that. 844-770-3776. Give us the next uh, excuse in, in quotes there, or next reason in, in quotes there, uh, Jesse Nelson will miss time for work. Back. Back? Something with the back. The ankle messed up the back. Something tied to the back is coming. I think an allergic reaction to something. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Maybe to Mo. That's he finds out he's allergic to his own dog. I was I, I was just gonna say like all of a sudden he he becomes allergic to something he didn't know was he, he was allergic to like <laughs> he oh peanut something. butter I can't have peanut butter now. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll take your uh, calls on that. Um, well, uh, what do we what do we got here? Ryan, what do we what did we do last week? You're leading this. Take it. Bring some energy. Read it, read it, go. Read it like a funeral. Read it like a funeral. <laughs> Here we go, boys. All right. All right, there it is. Viva Las Vegas. Here we go. All right. So last week on betting with Brust, Brust went two and zero with his picks, boys. He All right. Good had job, Baltimore Benny. plus three versus Cleveland. They mm. covered easily. I think they shut out the yeah. Browns. And Good then job. he also in our group pick had the Bears plus three and a half versus Denver. Denver with a furious comeback to win that game. I believe it was 31-28, but they still Bears still covered that three and a half. Jim, however, did not believe the Bears would cover the three and a half. He got the, the group pick wrong. And then he also said the Chiefs would cover eight and a half yeah, points bad. against the Jets. Zach Wilson had the game of his life. Yep. So mm. he's doing great. Chris wasn't on the show this Patrick past. Patrick Mahomes week. got me though, because Mahomes would have ran it in. True, Mahomes did. Yeah, he did musha. Uh, but Chris Orr, he was on the show two weeks ago. He had picked Notre Dame to beat Ohio State in the horn oh at goodness. South Bend straight up, but they ended up losing, though he was correct about the Badgers and the Boilermakers going over 53.5 points in the Big Ten Conference opener. So the standings currently sit that Jim is 1-3 and three on the year, Ben 3-1, and one, Chris Orr 1-1. One on one, one one. So What about Hamilton? Hamilton? Is, he oh. is Hamilton? Is, is, I thought this was Rutledge and Hamilton. Right. Well, okay, well, he's not on the show, so I didn't think it was worth including him. But he is 2-2 two two currently. Jesus. He was correct about Seattle covering one point against the Giants on Monday Night Football, though he also had Denver covering against the Bears just that half point off. So he is now two and two on the season. Yeah, that kind of matters there. I love mm. that you just removed him from the show. Well, if he would show up to the show, maybe I'd include him. <laughs> All right, Jim, what's your lock of the week? Oh no, we're gonna let the we'll let Ben's in first place. Okay. So we'll let we'll Ben All go right. first. Yeah. All right. All right, I'll kick it off. Um, I'm gonna go with the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh. They are minus four Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys. Both teams have not played very good teams, but the Cowboys are in a position which they lost the Cardinals, the same team that the 49ers just covered. Uh, they were minus 14. I believe they won by 15 or 16. So the, the Niners are 3-0-1 with a push against the Rams earlier in the season. I just think Dak Prescott's due against a good defense, mm. against a good team to show that he's going to turn the ball over, and they're not going to be able to overcome it against a team that has a strong identity. Christian McCaffrey is just an absolute monster. They can win it. They can win through defense. 
They can win through offense. They're a better football team, and I think they show the world on Sunday night how real they are as a championship contender. Mm. All right, Ben, with his pick, 49ers minus four against Dallas. Go all right, Jim, now it's up to you. What's your lock of the week? I'm going to go. This one's, I think, a little bit out of the box. I don't like to go with such a big number, but I think the Giants are an abject dumpster fire. I think Dabble hates his quarterback, uh, or Dable hates his quarterback, and I think that the team is falling apart, and the Dolphins looking to bounce back from an embarrassing loss. I'm going to take the Dolphins, even though they're 12-point favorites. I'm going to take mm. the Dolphins to win and to cover that. So I got the Dolphins. I think they win by at least two touchdowns. Mm. I think it's going to be not quite that that Denver game, yeah. but I think back in Miami, I think everything's going to be running on all cylinders. They're going to want to get a get-right game after getting kind of housed by Buffalo. So I, I got Miami bouncing back, Giants being terrible, and Miami looking to get back on track. Go all right, Mr. Orr. My lock of the week is uh, Baltimore Mr. Orr. minus four against Pittsburgh. Uh, I gotta call my brother, man. Make sure, make, make sure that I'm not lying here. <laughs> but uh, I, I know he's he's mad. Their whole staff is mad. Their players are mad, and Pittsburgh's not looking too good this year. Baltimore, I think, is trending upwards. And uh, I want to say like they haven't beat them the last few years or something like that like the record's like one in five or something for baltimore versus uh pittsburgh so i think they get it done this week i got another lock too man oh i'm not gonna lie chris wants an extra lock are we gonna give this to him guys Sure, why not? All right. You're trying to right. Him, you're trying to make him a host of the the lead host of the show. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know, let's get let's get him some extra games to catch up because Hamilton will be out and like I'm sure. Yeah, there, yeah, there, yeah this yeah, can be Matt's pick. There How about go. that? Give me a Missouri money line against LSU. Ooh. Oh, yeah, because Matt didn't chime in. That's Matt's pick then. Yeah, yeah there we go. Pick Missouri money line. All righty. So we got our picks in there. Are we doing... Are we doing this uh, group pick then too? Yeah, we do have a group pick right. that's technically supposed to be our tiebreaker. So I figured oh. everyone else was picking NFL before Chris's or slash Matt Hamilton's pick. So <laughs> I want to ask you guys, swinging around the Big Ten this week, Friday night matchup, Nebraska Cornhuskers at the Illinois Fighting Illini. Mm. Oh, my God, who cares? What a, <laughs> <laughs> what a gross game. Exactly. Gross game. I think we're like Michigan, Minnesota, big line. We no, hate, no, no. Everyone hates both those schools. Hey, no? these are two teams that the Badgers <laughs> are playing this season. They're two you know common opponents in the Big Ten West. It's, you have to beat both these guys. Nebraska. Oh, they're common? They're in the Big Ten West. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Uh, but Nebraska plus three and a half at Illinois. Who are you guys taking? Ben, start oh with you. Oh, my God. Wait, Nebra- <laughs> say the line again. Nebraska's plus three and a half at Illinois? Yes. Oh, give me give me the points. Illinois, no. I don't trust Illinois. Um, I like Matt Rule. I think, again, there's there, this is this is like picking... This is like picking the Bears versus Denver last week. Like both teams, <laughs> exactly. Give me, give me the points. Yeah, I will take. I'll take the points as well. I mean, Illinois definitely is terrible. I, I, I'm never a believer in, in, in being them. They almost lost to FAU, and yeah. FAU in that yeah. game didn't have their starting quarterback or running back both out for the year, and they still gave the Illini a mm. scare. So, uh, and that was at. Uh, Illinois. So yeah. I, I think I, I'm I'll boycotting take. my own segment if we have to pick a nasty game like this again. Yeah, <laughs> pick something interesting. Like most people picking are like, I'm going to pick like the sexiest game in college football or the NFL. You're like, 
I'm going to scrape the bottom of the barrel of, that nobody knows anything about, nobody cares about. You're telling me the Cornhuskers versus the Fighting Illini isn't a bigger game than the Red River Shootout? Come God. on. I mean, the Red River Shootout pales in comparison to this. God, but Texas God. is going to whoop OU, man. Poor, Texas poor Ryan. is and, and, watching Big And Chris Orr's like games. got tied to Texas yeah, and everything. Texas, but he's also man. got ties to the Big Ten West. So That's Chris, true. And I got think? ties to Coach Rule, man. Give me the points. Let's go, Coach Rule. <laughs> Let's go, man. Let them know that you're not playing no more, man. You turn the program around. All right, way to save that, Chris. Way to save that. Uh, ben, before we let you go, I've been – I've been saying that the Brewers as a whole uh, are too cheap to win a World Series because they have this kind of perpetual cycle that they can't break, that they don't want to spend a lot of money on free agents. They won't spend any money on free agents. For an example, they could have signed Cody Bellinger to a one-year $17.5 million deal. That would have blown up their budget a little bit this year, but still... That could have been the difference, but also they don't want to trade their prospects for rental players because they need those prospects as the lifeblood to fill up their backpipe to also not play players in the future because you're going to lose Woodruff and Burns after this season or after next season at the at the latest. Plus, Adamas probably the guy that goes, so they can't trade prospects. So they need those players to be on the cheap coming back up. So I just think the way the Brewers operate just feels like outside of like a perfect season, a World Series just seems like a hope and not a strategy. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, but what what else would you ask them to do? You know what I mean? Like, if they do jeopardize their prospects for rentals and it doesn't work, then they put themselves in a spot where they're not as relevant. Going to the playoffs five of the past six seasons is a really good feat, and you just, it's baseball. Like, obviously, like, you saw it in a three-game series how fickle it can be, you know, being favored in both games and not winning, so... I actually like can can look at the Brewers almost like you look at like the the Bo Ryan years of the Badgers. Like they were top four in the Big Ten. Like sure they'll win the division. The, the Badgers will end up winning like the Big Ten regular season, maybe a tournament championship. And it took everything to fall into place perfectly over the 2014-15 seasons to make a deeper run. Still came up short. So. I, st- I still I still believe in the strategy for a small market team. Look, I got to give the benefit of the doubt of the fact that they are in the smallest market and they are in the mid of the payroll. So it's not like they're at the, the it's not like they're the smallest market in the bottom thirty three percent of payroll. They're around fifty percent of the teams in, in payroll. So what are you going to have them do? Mortgage their future for a rental to potentially not make it in a year where I don't think anyone's touching the Braves anyway. So I'm fine with Matt Arnold's strategy of cont- continuing to keep this team um, relevant, and, and you know, not a great time to uh, get swept by the D-backs as they are looking for stadium funding today. Yeah, that was a perfect timing there with that one, uh, Ben. Thanks. Oh, well, you know what? We got you, Badger game. What do you got? What do you, who do you think? Uh, how the Badgers cover it? You think they're going to win? It's homecoming. Um, I, I mean, I do, it's so hard for me to pick them to cover just because I like I still don't know. Like Purdue was so it, it, Purdue was so bad. Like so they bad. lost Aiden O'Connell, who we might actually end up seeing against the Packers uh-huh. on Monday Night Football. Um. I'll, I'll I'll pick them to win. Like they're they're gonna find a way to win. I just need I just need a full four quarters, please. A full four quarters, and like I need the quarterback to like I love that he that Mordecai has the ability to use his feet. It adds a different dimension. And as we watch the Badgers evolve under Fickle and a new type offense, that's gonna be needed. But I want to see them like have consistent. Not I don't even need air raid. Just some consistent 
long passes, deep passes that are completed because if they are like you saw the schedule next year, they need to start building something bigger than just beating teams of the Big Ten West because that is a monster of a schedule next year. Absolutely, and then we'll let you go on this. The uh, there's a crap game tonight. Uh, <laughs> the worst team in football. The Bears go out, and here's the thing, uh, Ben, and obviously. Uh, you see Dick Buckus died? That's the point. Like, Dick Buckus died, and I have no hope. Do it for Dick! You do it no, for Dick! I have no hope that's going to happen, Ben. <laughs> they're not going to do it for Dick. They're not going to do it. They're just going to get... Uh, they're going to embarrass Dick. They're going to be embarrassing of Dick tonight because they're just going to get... They're going to get run over. They're going to they, get like trampled. The, the, the Bears are the antithesis of Dick Buckus. Right. But, like, there's not a hope that, like, this team would rally up, like, as we make the puns with the Dick Buckus name. But, like, there's no... Thought in my no. mind, it, look, you have a we, you have a friend on Team TJ Edwards. Yeah. No thought in my mind that this team's going to rally up and try to, you know, do something emotional for Dick yeah. Buckus. The Bears did that against the Packers. Walter Payton died. That game ended with uh, a Bears player blocking a field goal attempt, mm. and that's how they do won it, that do game. Do it for Chase Claypool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that guy's a cancer. Uh, I don't know. He's basically uh, uh, given away at this point. Yeah, he's about to just get cut. Yeah, he's inactive right I'll now. Tell you, yeah. you know what? Jack Sanborn is going to be yes, the, the Dick Butkiss the of the Chicago Bears Thursday night. There you go. I like, I like it. that. I like 15 it. Jack Sanborn. two forced fumbles in Silla. Jack Sanborn, a.k.a. the Neck, a.k.a. the Unborn, is going to have Ooh. a great game. Why is it last name? What's the last name? <laughs> that, was just, that was just one of his nicknames, man. The Unborn, man. You ever seen that movie? Because <laughs> <laughs> he looks weird? No. I'll tell you what, Jack Sanborn looks like he's from... Unfortunately, the Bears are playing like the stillborn. Right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my. But uh, Jack Sanborn looks like he's from Chicago. Oh, yeah, for sure. Ben, you're, you're from the area. Like, Jack Sanborn just looks like... <laughs> Ugly. He's the prototypical Italian beef with Jardin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nose, nose a little crooked. Yeah, Neck yeah. stick out longer than, looked, your, than your head. Like, Dick Buckus looked like he oh, yeah. was from oh, yeah. Chicago. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like, it looks like the helmet's just been hitting that nose. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, All like, three of our necks combined are as big as Jack <laughs> Right, exactly. Uh, ben, thanks for hopping on. Later, boys. All right, that's Ben. You can hear him uh, and Kyle, Brust, and Nortman before us here on ESPN Madison. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Richard Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. I am Jim Rutledge. He is Chris Sower. You can get it to the show, 844-770-3776. But we're going to throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. (laughs) This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. Yeah, guys, it is time to throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton. No Hamilton today, but we still have Chris Orr here today. And Chris, I don't know if you realize this, sticks and stones may break our bones, but words, (laughs) boy, do they confuse me. 
Uh, it's too much out there to see, too much to make sense of. I don't know, I have any of the answers. So I bring my questions here to you guys. I'll score your answers throughout, and at the end, I'll decide who made more sense and decide today's winner of Throwing Stones. So, something I saw today, it actually came out a couple days ago, but did you guys realize that Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant himself with the 49ers, has a roommate? Uh, yes. Yeah, I heard Brock about that. Brock Purdy, uh, apparently, so he, he was the final pick in was mm-hmm. the 2022 NFL draft. Mm-hmm. So he's only making $870,000 a year trying to live in San Francisco. So, Well, I mean, okay, let's pause well, for a second. I know it's expensive <laughs> to live in San Francisco, but it's expensive like you need to make 150 to be able to live comfortably in San mm-hmm. Francisco alone, not 800000 Now, I'm not, and there's a lot of taxes in California, so basically you cut that number in half. So he's probably down to about $400,000 a year after taxes. But, like, I just want to be – like, that money's too close to real money to be like, oh, that's yeah, not enough. Yeah, like, if yeah. he was making millions of dollars, that does, that, that's not real money. But That is pre-tax, though. That's what I'm saying. So it's yeah. probably like four yeah, ten yeah, yeah. out in California. Like it's that, almost yeah. like 50% tax rate at yeah. that tax bracket. Well, I was going to ask you, what do you guys think? Should the 49ers try to find him at least a place to stay? Or do you think that him having a roommate with one of his teammates and offensive linemen is fair – for the uh, starting quarterback of an NFL team. No, nah, that's, that's fair. I had roommates. I had roommates when I was in Carolina. I lived okay. with uh, two of my teammates, a receiver and a D lineman. Who were they? I've just been uh, throwing Steven shade. We- Steven Weatherly and uh, Brandon Zilstra, my dogs, man. My boys. <laughs> we, had some good, we had some good time. Oh, yeah? Well, that's the thing. You're not, you're not owed. Um, you can't do that, first of all. I don't think you can I just know, provide I housing. Know. I remember, I think either Scott Tolzien shared a story or someone else shared it with me. That Scott Tolzien would, like, sleep at the facility with the 49ers when he was out there with, uh, I think Jeep Chris was out there, mm. and, and Scott was out there with, with them a little bit. Obviously, Paul made the connection uh, when, when Scott was, I think, trying to get into coaching. Maybe mm. he was on the practice squad. So I couldn't remember, but he was putting a lot of extra work in there. But he, I think he had a place. But it's expensive to live out there, Yeah, and he'll get paid. It is. I mean, yeah, it's a bit unfortunate, but like, they, it's not really in their purview or ability to be able to pay them or give them a place to live. Usually, the way it works is at a majority of teams, they have like some type of apartment complex or some some realtor or something that works with the team, and you'll be able to get like a short term lease or you'll be able to move out like as long as you pay like the next month's rent or something like that. They, usually, there's some type of deal. Or usually what everybody does, actually. This is what you should do. Okay. If you're a rookie coming to the NFL, you go stay at that hotel, and camp is free of charge. They don't charge you, and you just stand there until they kick you out or until they tell you you have to start paying. Then you then you move out. Yeah, and find that's the way to move. Yeah, that's, that's the way to go. That's what you should do. Save that money, man. Just save it. That's that sounds smart, yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. You're like 873, but... He is, no matter, I mean, Purdy will likely get paid, but there is a limit on how much money or how long that money is going to keep on coming in. For sure. And there's a tax on your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, already, he already hurt his what, elbow, right? Yeah. He got Tommy John? Yeah, yeah. that's true. He did Basically. Yeah, it yeah, was. It's exactly. Oh, that's, that's what right. it was? Yeah. yeah, it was. Hey, uh, pick up the phone. Benjamin, why is Benjamin Bruss calling me? I don't know, but okay. he's texting me. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I didn't mean like quit the show. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll call that Throwing uh, <laughs> Stone. Good guy. It's like the movie uh, Jerry Maguire, where the guy's like, "My mom's call. My mom's coming. I gotta go." And you just disappear. <laughs> well, you told me to pick up the phone during the middle of a segment. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Uh, what happened? What? You, what do you mean? What happened? Why was he calling? He didn't say anything. I picked it up, and he just went, he was silent. <laughs> Look, you know what? Just call him back again. That's All been right, throwing I'll stones. I'll call him back I'm during a, the break. This is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light. <laughs> 
You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Rutledge and Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get to the show, 844-770-3776. Uh, ben Bruss missed us, Chris Orr, so he's coming oh. back on. No, there's something really cool going on that Ben's been a part of for years. Oh. And we forgot to ask him about it, so that's my bad. Oh. Ben, thanks for coming back on. What up, Ben? Well, I got I got, I got got two things to talk about. First, yeah. it's Phil the Hill and Chris Orr as a University of Wisconsin-Madison. Uh, uh, did, you did you get your degree, Chris? I got to make sure. The Wait, what did you say? Did you graduate? Oh, yeah. Did you get your degree? Yeah, man. I got my master's. Yeah, so you understand the importance of, of what education is. And oh, with yeah. Phil the Hill going on right now, it started at 5 p.m. Oh. So you have 24 hours, uwflamingos.com, uwflamingos.com, you heard it. For the next 23 hours and eight minutes, you have a chance to donate to help future, like shape future leaders, mm-hmm. help give money to the schools and colleges that will, you know, we always talk about all the CEOs that there are from the University of Wisconsin. This opportunity to give is more than just sports. It's more than just, you know, giving money. It's giving money that makes an impact on kids. And mm-hmm. I talked about it, how, like, I didn't know what the University of Wisconsin-Madison was going to bring to me, but it brought me an opportunity to be where I am today. And without the uh, funding that all of our great fans, donors, and boosters give, it, it's, it's amazing. So you can pick your cause, uwflamingos.com, and for every gift given, no matter how big or small, a pink flamingo goes on Baskin Hill. So you'll see pictures all over tomorrow on social media of those pink flamingos and a gift of over $350 will get you a pink flamingo sent to your house. So go to uwflamingos.com because it's honestly one of the cooler things that you can do is giving a gift and lighting up Baskin Hill. Absolutely. Thanks for uh, sharing that, Ben. What's the other thing you got? So I, um, and Strove can be a part of this too if you have him for crosstalk. I worked with uh, one of our sister stations in Milwaukee, 620 WTMJ, John McKeer and Greg Matzik. They're in. Brian Balaga, former right tackle for the uh, Green Bay Packers, is in. Brad Nortman, uh, co-host of Kyle Bruss Nortman, is in. I'm in, and I'm going to you guys because when I'm in Vegas, when I land, I want to go to the casino, and if you Venmo me $100, I'm going to put all of our $100 from each person on one roulette spin, on red. And so I wanted to see if you guys wanted to be a part of the fun and the action. Where, yeah, are, you, where uh, are you going to Vegas? Uh, he's for Monday. Uh, oh! Circus Sportsbook on Monday for Ooh. the uh, Green Bay uh, Las Vegas game. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. I'll, I'll then know you Let's the do it. Yeah? Let's do it. All righty. Uh, Strophy? Wait, hold on. I, I, in. I missed half of this. What am I putting $100 on? On red. We're putting $100 on red. Well, that's on fine red. with me. Let me be 100 bucks. Okay. I'm going to record before I go go place the place the money on uh, on the roulette table, and then there'll be somebody filming from a little bit of afar because you can't be at the table. But you'll know based off my reaction if you turned a hundred into two. But we're going to have if you three are in, we're up to eight hundred bucks. I got to ask Homer. I got to ask the morning show in uh, ninety four five ESPN. Uh, I'll ask Tausche. I don't know if Willie's a gambler, but we're going to get as many people involved to create a monster spin yeah. on red for the Badgers and oh, yeah. have some fun with it. So here's the thing. Um, I, I, he doesn't I'm, have 100 <laughs> No, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards in, but I don't know if I trust you. 
Ooh. Oh, Last time I was in Vegas, I was in Feb- it was in February with Greg Scalzo. I want eight grand. You can cool me. You can do whatever you want. Last time I was in the Sin City, whoo, Benny Boy was hot. And it's not about me. Scalzi will be, met, will be with me. Okay. Uh, my former co-host of Scalzo. But he'll be a part of that. It's not about me. It's about everyone. And Strope just made it about me there. And it's not supposed to be about me. So mm. don't be a jerk and put your hundred oh, in. Oh, I'm the one that made it about you. You're the one going around every show asking if they could give you a hundred bucks to fuel your gambling addiction. I'm out. <laughs> oh, come on, Strofe. Come on. He's gonna be the one. Now make sure I'm a weenie. So here, soft. I'm not so the one soft. calling into other shows saying, hey guys, here, you nah. mind Venmo me a hundred dollars before gonna, I go to Las Vegas? Who you, does that? As you do this, Ben, <laughs> could you imagine on a Monday just getting a, a two hundred dollar Venmo back? Yeah. But that'd yeah. be a great feeling on, on, a, on a Monday. But Ben, on top of this, here's how you do it when you go to everyone else. <laughs> is uh, Matt Hamilton did this when we did our, our golf outing up at Trapper's Turn, is that you could pay some money to have him be the driver for you. And he said every person, every group did it except for one. Mm. You don't want to be another one of those groups. So, like, basically, make sure you tell everyone that everyone else got involved except uh-huh. for Alex Stroh. Mm. The one cheap guy. No, no, I'm he's out. That. Like, like, if he sends me the Venmo, I'm sending it back. Like, yeah. Oh, really? Really? If I changed my mind, you would send it back to He me. doesn't need the this money. Show, this, I understand that. But I, it shows, I, I it it shows that he's, me, a, he's calling everyone. me a weenie. It's your fault. <laughs> you sound very soft right now, Sheriff. I'm not going to lie. this is not the energy that I came for. Yeah. I if I would have known Crosstalk was with Strope was going to be Debbie Downer Crosstalk, I'm glad Chris is in. I'm glad Jim is in. I'm done. Benny Brust getting get win win Chris Orr and Jim Rutledge Bunny, and we're gonna throw it That'd all in good. your face. Actually, we won't, because then you'll steal it. <laughs> yeah, s- send it's me fair. a screenshot of what your uh, Venmo thing looks like, and I'll send it over to you. Yeah, I need to make a Venmo. By the way, you don't have a Venmo? No. How do you not have a Venmo? I use I, I used to have one, and then I didn't use it for years. So I was like, let me just delete this. Okay. And I deleted it. You can do Zell. We, we can oh, do whatever. Okay, okay, we, I got Zell. We, we, we okay. can do whatever you need. There we go. There we go. We'll figure it out. I'm not worried. All right, so we got it. So sure, you'll so figure that soft. out. Just send us a screenshot <laughs> so we know where, which one to send it to. I don't think I've, Chris, you've been taking shots at me the whole show today. I'm sick of it. No, I haven't. We talked about you getting in I, a, I, a, I, a I heard my with uh, prime yeah. time. And you said he would win, which he is would. just totally false. Yeah. You well, can do says, 10 push-ups. Let's have Russ pop in here. Who would win in a combine between It's me and every day of the week. Wally. Combine, it's Wooly all day long. How? You, oh, he's a machine. He's yeah. a machine, my ass. He's what are we doing? Side. He's got a dark side. What are we side, doing? Man. He's got dark side, man. He's got those glasses. You ever seen? Yeah, yeah. No, I can't, I can't even do Wooly that. Wooly has I, an I feel enraged like that I don't think people understand. He's ready to snap Exactly, Ben. Yeah. Thank you. Sure. Thank For you. Sure. All right, that music means we got to go, Ben. Uh, send us stuff. We'll send you the money. This is exciting. I'm looking forward to it. For sure. Jim, I love that. Yeah, Strokes and Debbie Downer. Yeah, Chris is going to be in. <laughs> Strokes will be well, on. Hey, hold on. Can I, can, I get, can I get in late, Benny? No, you're out. All right, fine. All right, this is Roland Hamilton. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Presented by Coors Light.